0: morning. My name is Jaden Today is Thursday, January 24, 21st, sorry, 2021. Uh, and this is Join the Discourse, episode 13. Again, my name is Jaden Duanis, I'm an artist. I also do this, like, this show, which is more social political commentary, but just in terms of my artist stuff. Uh, yesterday, I dropped a short little video with my girlfriend, Destiny. Shout out, Destiny, as always. Um, but it's up on YouTube right now, it's up on all my socials. If you're watching this on Twitter, it's on my Twitter. Um, and I also did a stream just to discuss the project and watch some behind the scenes footage. So make sure you check that out as well subscribe follow all that for more artwork um, but the premise of this show is to join the discourse discourse is sort of a scholarly discussion of sorts uh, you generally need more than one person for that so that's where you can come in uh, you can find me at jd-originals.com you can join my discord server you can send me a message or a dm or something any way that you want to get in contact with me to join this conversation please do and i will be on the lookout uh, but today's topic is the inauguration of president joe biden Uh, He was sworn in yesterday at noon. There was a successful inauguration, no extremist violence, um, at least yet. And we've shown the world again that they can have some hope in American democracy, Uh, along with Kamala Harris, who was sworn in. And she's the first female black and South Asian vice president, first woman in South Asian elected official in the executive branch at all. Um, And that's a lot of firsts, which is a very good thing. I think that's what a multicultural United States should look like and should stand for. Um, And I feel like it feels like a drastically different feeling with her and Biden in there right now um, than when Trump and Pence took office. Um, (laughs) I'm not responding to those. Um, Yeah, a very drastically different feeling from when Trump took office. I feel like right now I'm feeling more feelings of hope and representation again, Uh, feeling that truth and justice has prevailed over the Trump administration, at least to an extent. Um, And that exact extent. It is debatable. Uh, The world isn't perfect now by any means, but to some level, there has been a restoration of hope, I feel like. And uh, for many Americans, particularly like uh, Trump supporting Americans, hope is diminished for them. They don't feel the same. They feel the exact opposite. Let's first consider that under Trump, there were other people who felt that their hope was diminished. All right. And so when you feel that your hope is diminished, um, I want you to know that myself and many other people have felt the exact same way. Under any change of leadership, there will be upset people, right? Um, but I want to ask you why you're so stuck on Trump specifically. Let's take a look back at the past four years before we jump into to the next four. Were you following his policies, and if so, what were they? Like, really try to name some policies for me right now. Try to tell me what he really stood for. Were you just a loyal Republican, maybe? And uh, if so, how do you come to terms with the damage he's done to your party and the insult he's made to your leadership, or by chance, is it, part, part, is it possible that Donald Trump's quest for celebrity got to you? Were you following him just to follow him? Um, I know many people followed him and, and viewed him and still view him as a savior of sorts. Even the first black president, Barack Obama, wasn't viewed as a savior by black people. The one group who he specifically gave some hope to through representation, uh, even after winning a historic election against fascism we don't view Biden as a savior or a Messiah. Uh, And so why are Trump's supporters so loyal to him? Why do they view him in this way? I just ask the questions here, honestly. So that's for y'all to figure out. Trump supporters, you can figure that out. Biden is in office now. Trump is gone. Um, So that's something that you need to figure out out of retrospect. Um, But how are you so loyal to him after all these empty promises, after all the scandal and corruption, after two impeachments, after proving collusion with foreign states for political gain, after, now I guess it wasn't Trump doing this part, um, but he definitely has something to do with it, after peddling $2 million pardons to people. And I think the fact that that came about, came forward, um, we can't expect that people like Steve Bannon didn't pay for their pardon. You know, after it's been shown now that Giuliani was asking for $2 million for presidential pardons, we can't assume that people like Steve Bannon and other people who he pardoned didn't pay that $2 million, even if we don't have evidence of it now. And so after things like that, after countless sexual assault allegations, uh, many of them, I don't know about many, but some of them against children, uh, after countless racist and sexist remarks and policies, that is what the reality of the last four years has looked like for everyone outside of Trump's cult-like fandom. And so it's your time now to kind of, in retrospect, Think about why you were so supportive of this man for the past four years. Um, But now what I'm going to talk about today, I don't care about all of that. Uh, That's in the past. We're moving forward and we're looking toward a new day right now. Democracy has prevailed once again and Trump is out of office. So what now? Uh, There are some things that we can look forward to. There are also some things that we need to be wary of. And so first I want to talk about what we can look forward to. And I want to start with this. Yesterday at the inauguration, the Biden team, they redecorated the entire Oval Office. And there were many changes, but I wanna focus on three key aspects. Uh, They pulled out Trump's golden curtains, his golden rug. They put in an American flag and they put in a presidential seal. Um, But these three aspects are are very important. I think they, they symbolize a lot of what we can look forward to in the next four years. And so the first kind of aspect is these busts of Martin Luther King Jr., Robert F. Kennedy, and Rosa Parks. Um, Those are all part of one aspect. We also have a bust of Cesar Chavez right behind the Oval Office desk. Uh, And then finally, we have a portrait of Benjamin Franklin, which replaces Trump's portrait of President Andrew Jackson, who was a problematic, racist, populist president uh, and arguably as president did the most damage to indigenous people in this country than any other president, even the ones, the colonial presidents before him. Um, And so we know what that symbolized for Trump. Now we're talking about Benjamin Franklin for Biden. And hopefully that means a way forward, a a way past nativism and populism. Um, But these things are meant to symbolize the things that Biden wants to stand for as our president. So I want to use that as a guide for this conversation. And so first we've got Martin Luther King Jr., Robert F. Kennedy, and Rosa Parks busts all in in the Oval Office. And these symbolize racial justice equality and equity they symbolize criminal justice reform and economic reform to bring about that equality and that equity um but we need to remember that martin luther king he also had some choice things to say about white liberals like biden and ultimately yeah it's true biden is one of those white liberals um he hasn't escaped martin luther king's critiques about the complicit role of white liberals in the institution of american racism uh, and I'll get into that in this next part of what to look out for. But next, we've got Cesar Chavez. Cesar Chavez was an organizer for working class Americans. He fought for better working conditions, for better pay. He fought for justice for immigrants. Um, and not only justice for like the, the working immigrants, but also just a welcoming attitude toward immigration in general, to build up our economy, uh, to create global economic justice between these countries that immigrants come and go to, uh, to and from. And then lastly, we've got Benjamin Franklin, again, replacing Andrew Jackson uh, and Benjamin Franklin. He was an innovator and a scientist. He was also a founding father. I know he didn't really find anything. He also owned slaves uh, to be somewhat fair, as much as we can be to you know a slave owner. He also made anti-slavery petitions to Congress late in his life. That doesn't really excuse anything, though. Uh, but his bust isn't in the Oval Office for his record on slavery, rather for his commitment to science and innovation as a foundation of the nation that he built uh, or helped to build. Um, and, and for decades, corporations have lobbied against science in order to hold on to their profits. That's how we've come to the place in the world we're at with climate change, how we've come to the place where we're at in the world with gun violence research, the lack of it at least, um, and other complex issues like that that have been fueled by corporations lobbying against science. Uh, and especially in this last Trump administration for the past, four years, the White House didn't even recognize climate change as a real thing on their website. Uh, And we can look forward now to a recommitment to science across the board for, you know, for COVID protocols as we uh, continue to try to get past this pandemic, hopefully soon uh, as we get these vaccines out. Um, But especially when it comes to climate change and and innovating to create a sustainable world in the future, Um, he's not committed to the Green New Deal. That would be ideal. But he does claim to have not claim he has a plan for addressing climate change uh, of his own, his own Biden plan. Um, I should read more about that, I think, because I don't really know much about his plan right now. I know more about the Green New Deal than his plan, Um, but we know that he is going to work for that. One, because of his promises. That was what the, the platform of his campaign was essentially run on, was addressing climate change and sticking to science again, sticking to facts and truth uh, instead of corporations lobbying and Trump you know, lobbying for his own political and economic gain. Um, but we also know that because the White House website as of yesterday, Biden signed an order rejoining the Paris, Paris Climate Agreement. Yeah, exactly, Destiny. Um, so this is another reason why we can expect these things to hold and to stick with with us, because he's already acted on this. And this was day one, he rejoined the, the Paris Climate Accord. Um, but also because the White House website, as of yesterday, now officially recognizes climate change again. So we're already making progress. We're already making steps in the right direction. Uh, and I'm excited to see what else we can make happen under this Biden administration. It's really It's time to revitalize our morals as this country uh, and stand up against lies and corruption and start to work together for a country that works for all of us and not just white supremacists, apologists uh, and elite politicians like the Trump administration did. But we need to remember that they're still human and that these Democrats, there's still plenty of scandal and corruption among all powerful people, even the ones that we agree with. Um, And so get ready for there's going to be anti Biden and anti Harris, you know, Republicans, they want to do everything they can to discredit this movement, discredit uh, progressive Democrats. So get ready for allegations aplenty, just like they did for Trump, just like Democrats did for Trump. That's not a unique tactic. You know, they're going to begin to bring things up about Trump or not Trump, about Biden uh, and try to discredit that movement. And so we need to get ready for those allegations. We need to get ready for there to be lies told about Biden, things that we need to uh, remain you know, steadfast in. Um, oh, I got a comment on YouTube. Thoughts on Biden's cabinet picks. Um, you know, I need to look more into the cabinet picks, actually. So uh, this is a comment on YouTube right now. So I'm going to look more into that and probably get back to that on Tuesday. How about that? Um, But yeah, we need to be ready for allegations uh, as well as like lying, lying allegations. Um, But we also need to be ready for some truths to come out, like ugly truths. And we need to know that we might find something very ugly about Biden or Harris or any of these other Democrats someday. Um, And we can't respond like Trump supporters did. We can't respond with undying loyalty. We need to hold our leaders accountable. We need to stay focused on policies and reform for the American people regardless of who is president. We don't need some savior or some messianic political figure to do that. We need community. We need organization. Uh, and so it's our duty now to you know create community, get organized and stay organized. Join some nonprofit activist group if you can. Uh, if you want to get involved, volunteer somewhere. Run for a local office if you have that capacity to do so. Anything you can do to bring about positive change wherever you can, and then stay focused and keep doing that. Um, let's also prepare ourselves for hypocrisy because, excuse me, these Democrats, they'll, they'll put up a bust of Martin Luther King, they'll quote him every January, maybe a few times in February, but that doesn't mean they actually believe in or will implement the reforms that Dr. King discussed in his work, in his life, uh, and they won't implement the policies that bring about true justice and true political and economic power for black and brown and all working class and poor Americans because that's outside of the nature of a politically centrist, mostly right-wing government. Uh, and the government has too much to gain from its exploitative relationships with race and labor. And so they might not expo- exploit to the same extent as past US history. They might not exploit to the same extent as Trump's America, but they will exploit and subjugate as regular Americans nonetheless. And, and that's because that's how things have always been done. Uh, and that's the foundation that this country was truly built on. So. Again, let's brace ourselves, stay organized, keep fighting for disadvantaged Americans. Uh, just because Biden is elected and Trump is gone, our work is not done at all. And so we have ways to go in terms of economic reform. We have ways to go in terms of criminal justice reform. Uh, we have ways to go in terms of addressing climate change and sustainability and environmental racism, again, and you know, racial relationship reform, um, or I guess racial reconciliation would be a better word. Um, and as well as our relationships with indigenous Americans and immigrants. And so let's prepare ourselves to keep fighting for these causes, keep making noise, keep protesting. The, the noise is not going to die down and it shouldn't die down. Um, but lastly, let's prepare ourselves for some violence potentially from political extremists. Uh, we are still the most divided we've ever been in this country. And honestly, I had a lot of fear that Inauguration Day yesterday could have ended up very bloody. Um, either through some sort of assassination attempt, rioting, or violence like we saw on the 6th. Um, I'm very thankful that everything went smoothly. There was no violence, but that doesn't mean that there won't be ever. And and it will likely be directed toward normal people, not politicians like Biden and Harris. It'll likely um, be a surge of hate crimes, if anything. Just like how Trump's election emboldened white supremacist hate crimes, his removal from office has them pretty fired up right now as well. Uh, So everyone, please stay safe as we continue to fight oppression in this country. And as we just go about living our daily lives. Um, And before I head out, I just got a few questions. First, how do you feel about this Biden-Harris administration? Uh, Second, what are you looking forward to? And lastly, what are you scared for or preparing for, if anything? Uh, This is join the discourse. So if you've got anything to add, Please send me a message. Please join the conversation at my Discord server. You can send me a DM as well. You can send me an email at jaden at jd originals.com. Again, I'll be on the lookout for all of that, uh, as well as comments. Like I had some today from one, two, three, four, five, six again, and uh, from Destiny. So anytime you want to contribute, please do so. Uh, remember, you can listen back on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and you can play back on Periscope slash Twitter. Uh, and the last thing is just check out my YouTube channel. There's going to be a lot of. Uh, live streams going forward just like i did yesterday to kind of premiere some new artwork you can also see my past art videos my past live streams and episodes join the discourse Uh, but other than that i'm gonna see you next time make sure you tune back in on saturday the 23rd for episode 14 we're gonna be talking about reparations of slavery i'm gonna be reading some of my essay and screening my short film that i dropped in 2019 Uh, so i hope you'll join the discourse then and thank you for watching